Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Every praise to our God, every word of worship is one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. To our God, hallelujah, to our God, every praise. Every praise is to our God. Every praise to our God. Every word of worship on our call. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Good morning. Sing hallelujah to our God. Glory, hallelujah. Good morning. Every praise, every praise is to mm. our God. Every word of worship is one of Every praise, every praise is to Hallelujah, to our God. Glory, hallelujah. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship is one of call. Every praise. Every praise is to our God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Every prayer, every prayer is to our God. Thank you, thank you. God, my Savior. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you love Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God, my say, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Every prayer is to our God. Good morning. Yeah. 
thank you we thank you for your word on this morning we thank you father for the stretch we thank you father god for completing us completing our lives completing everything that we're attached to so holy spirit i just ask that you speak through me this morning speak through my lips my god speak through my spirit lord god i thank you father for just who and what you are and what the word says and that you are a god that will comfort us even in the worst circumstances and the worst situation, Lord God. Let us, Father God, learn how to let the word be our comfort, Lord God, so that we don't participate or partake or look for other things, Father God. I thank you for being comforter. I thank you, Father God, that they know you as comforter. I thank you, Father God, that they learn your truth, Lord God, and how much you love them. And even in the most adverse situations, Lord God, that they will trust your word more than they trust themselves, more than they trust their grandmother, more than they trust their mother, more than they trust their spouse, Lord God, that they will trust you, Father God, above anything else, Lord God. Holy Spirit, we invite you into the devotional today. We thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. We thank you that you are a God that will comfort our comfort us in distress and in our storms if we would allow you in Jesus' name. Amen. We're not going to be long today. I'm just going to tell you this, that the enemy loves when you are making momentum. <laughs> the enemy loves to throw you off. He loves to break your momentum. He loves to. He loves to. If he can, he will. And I'm just going to be honest with you. Sometimes you have to push. You have to take a stance. You have to make a decision. You know what? It doesn't matter how uncomfortable things are. I'm going to push Anyway, I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep preaching. I'm going to keep teaching. Um, when I was showering this morning, I started thinking about, um, I was bullied when I was in the fourth and fifth grade. I had moved here from California and it was just very different for me here. And I remember I was being bullied and I remember I had to stay in from recess. And as I was staying in from recess, I was, there was a boy that was across from me and um, he was just taunting me. We both were in working on some homework. Like he was just taunting me. He just kept going on. He just kept going on. He just kept going on. And I remember he reached across the table and he, I don't know if he popped my chin or what, but I know the next thing that I did was I reared back and I hauled off and I slapped him. And I don't mean I slapped him a little bit. Like I slapped him and tried to knock him out of his chair. And that, and I'm just telling you, that's how you have to be with the enemy. Like when he's trying to break your momentum, when he's trying to change your trajectory, when he's coming at you, you don't have 
time to lay down and say stop and go away and leave me alone and don't bother me and I don't know why you're doing this to me. You don't have time to do that. You have got to slap him with the word. That's why you have to be built strong in the word. And sometimes, um, because that's God is our comforter. And sometimes we don't want to take our comfort in God. We want to take our comfort in other things. And I was just reminded, reminded my this morning that like the word is sharper than a two edged sword. So if the enemy comes in like a flood and the word is the standard and he's bullying me and he's pushing me, you cannot rationalize. You can't rationalize with a bully. You can't have all this conversation with a bully. You can't spend a whole lot of time. Sometimes you just got to. I'm talking about like, you just got to pow and knock him off his feet with the word. You got to knock him off his feet with the word. You got to know what the word says because he wants to, he loves to punk us. He loves to make us think that the word will not comfort us and that God will not do what we do. And so it's, it's so important to us that we understand how powerful the word is and that we don't submit. Um, if it means you, you, you gotta be a little late. If it means something has to start a little late, you gotta put a press and a push in you that allows the enemy to know I ain't no punk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I ain't no punk. I ain't no punk. And I'm not no punk because I'm in my own strength. I'm not no punk because the word of God is active in my life. And like, that has to be your position. Like you got to bear down in it. He loves to throw your rhythm off. So in the middle of something great or success, he'll just throw something your way. And what we do often is we fold or we get lackadaisical, especially if he blindsides us with something and you got to take your position and say, no, this is what the word says. And this is the truth that I'm going to hold on to. And I'm not going to hold on to anything like I wish I could show you this physically. Like you have to bear down. My husband used to always say, you got to be like 10 toes down. You have to bear down in the word with the bulldog tenacity and faith because he's just trying to intimidate you so that you won't trust God in and out of seasons in your life. That that's all he loves to do. He just wants to intimidate you. So you won't trust. And so, when we don't understand that God is the God of all comfort. And so I'll just talk to you and give you a few scriptures this morning about comforter, right? Like you, God is the God of all comfort. God, God is your comforter, right? I love a good comforter. I love to snuggle. Um, when I am in my comforter or I'm chilled out and I'm wrapped up in my blanket, I feel my God. Thank you. Holy spirit. I feel safe. I feel, um, healthy. I feel good. Like when I'm wrapped up, if I sit on the couch and wrap myself, it's probably one of the safest thing. It's the same thing. Like it's the same thing for you in the word. You've got to wrap yourself up in the word in season and out of season, whether it looks like it's working or whether it doesn't look like it's working. And because many of us have been in crisis states or we've been in, come on, Holy spirit, or we've been in a state where we mumble and complain for so long, we won't let God comfort us in season. We'll seek comfort in alcohol. We'll say, well, I'm just going to go to the bar and have a drink. We'll call our girlfriend them. And then we get frustrated when those things don't offer us a lasting or standing effect, right? They don't give us a permanent effect. 
and we're frustrated because we're like, what happened here? Or you call your girlfriend up and she doesn't give you the right word that you were looking for for this particular situation. Well, God is the God that comforts. And what he's trying to get you to do is lean on him and not lean on anybody else. I actually was going to teach something else. And then somebody inboxed me and this word took off in me. So I just want to give you some scriptures on how God comforts you right but this is the thing you know, need to know you gotta allow him to be comforter to you and often we won't even allow God to be comforter to us because we've trusted in other things so long be honest with yourself what other things have you reached for first before you reach for God what other things have you tried to tap into before you tapped into the word what other things have you looked for to bring you some peace to a situation and then it only had a temporary effect and then you were frustrated or perhaps you called somebody and you wanted them to understand your situation and they couldn't understand your situation. Well, the reason is they were never meant to come for you. They were never meant to come for you. Nothing else was meant to comfort you besides God, besides the word of God. But we build comfort in so many other things. And when they can't respond the way that we need them to respond, my God, then we're frustrated. And it's like, no, God is my comforter. He is my father of compassion. He loves me. He's thinking of me. And I need to trust more in what his word says more than I trust in other people. Um, and he can see me through every circumstance. And if you will get that resolve, if you'll ever get the resolve that the King of Kings and the King of glory can comfort you in some of your worst situations, he will comfort you in some of your worst situations. He will comfort you. He will be comfort. He will be the word will become like wrap around you like a blanket and provide shelter and protection. That's why it says he who dwelleth in the shelter or she who dwelleth in the shelter of the most high, right? Shall abide in the shadow of the almighty. And then he talks about all the protection and all the things that he's going to offer you. But because our flesh and sin nature is so consistent. It always wants us to reach for things other than the word. It always wants us to reach for things outside the word. It doesn't want us to trust the word that much. And so you've got to learn God as comforter. And sometimes people will get frustrated when I'm like, it's the scripture, right? It's the word. And because I didn't learn to trust the word or trust what God was saying in this season, then I think it's some magic and it's not any magic. It's just yielding to the Holy Spirit and saying, you know what, Lord, you can comfort me in any situation. You can comfort me in any trial. You know the situation. You you know what's going on around me. You know, I got no, you know what it is and what he's trying to develop or teach you. If I want to be your source of peace. I want to be your source of peace. I want to be your source of happiness. Come on, Holy Spirit. I want to be your source of blessings. I want to be that source. And if you ever get in position and allow me to be that source to you, then you don't even really ever have to worry about being um, disappointed by people again. Like it's rare that people disappoint me is very rare. And the reason why is because I've learned and I had to fight for it to let God be my comforter because people are too up and down. 
People are too fickle. People get busy. People move around. I remember one time I was pouring my heart out and sharing my heart with someone and I was saying something to them. And I'm talking about like, I'm telling them what I'm struggling with. I'm going on and on. And then they're like, oh, oh, you know, well, just keep pushing. And I was like, oh, okay. And I remember God came back and said to me, they didn't have the capacity to give you what you needed for that. You shouldn't have been seek seeking your comfort in them. You should have been seeking your comfort in me. Like you should be seeking your comfort in me. I'm your source of peace. I'm your source of happiness. I'm your source of blessing and no one else. And when we make other people the source and we forget God is the source, then we put ourselves in harm and jeopardy way. And then can I tell you something? People will all, you'll be twisted. You'll be twisted. You'll be constantly twisted. You'll be constantly twisted. You'll be constantly up and down based on people being your peace, people being your happiness and people being your blessings. And people were never meant to be that. Do, do those things sometimes come through people? Yep. But that is not uh, what God intended. He wanted to be our source for everything. And so you've got to ask yourself, my God, have I been resisting you as comforter? And is this the reason that I keep getting disappointed? Is this the reason I keep getting upset? Is this because I've leaned into my own understanding, right? And in all my ways, I'm not acknowledging you, right? I'm, I'm doing this on my own. I'm not choosing to trust you because the word tells me that if we turn our worries into prayers, then the God of peace will be with us. That's what Philippians 4, 6, and 9 tells us. But we've let people and other stuff be our source. That's why when you lose a job suddenly and you've been on that job for like 20 years and then you come to work and they are like, okay, we don't need your service or we're downsizing or we're moving around and you and you devastated you like how did they just let me go i just gave them 20 years of service well you gave them 20 years of service but they were never your source they were never your blessings they were never your happiness they were never your peace that can happen in a minute that, that that's why it's like the scripture says trust no man right trust no man god wants you to trust him and understand that the Temporary troubles you're experiencing now, um, right? That's only temporary, but you got to let him be the one that comforts you. You got to let him be the one that says, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let you become my peace, my source, my blessing. That's why when people have a breakup and they're devastated, right? I'm just being honest. When people have a breakup and they're devastated, I understand bad breakups. I'm not saying these things are not, um, crazy. I'm not saying these things are not hard, but it's usually it, it becomes weighted worse because we've allowed those other things to be our source. We've allowed those other things to be our peace and we've allowed those other things to be our blessings. And anytime those things are moved out of our lives, then we feel empty. Well, when we fill ourselves with the spirit and we fill ourselves with the God, with God, then when someone moves around, it might sting or hurt you for a minute. 
But you'll get jarred back up because you'll be like, you know what? God, you're, you're the God that comforts me. Second Corinthians first three and four says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and God of all comfort who comforts us in our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So can I tell you something else? If you don't know God, as comforter, it's going to be hard for you to teach other people how to have God this comf- as comforter, right? Because because we, especially, you have to be careful with that. We don't want to build, like even with our kids, we don't want to build our kids to be sustaining and dependent upon us. I tell my sons I, all the time, I need you to learn to trust God because mommy could leave here. Mommy could leave here. Mommy could go to heaven at any moment. So God is your source. I'm not your source. I'm your mother. I'm here for a me. I'm, I'm here for a minute and you need to learn how to trust God because, or mommy could disappoint you. Mommy could let you down. So you need to learn how to let God be your comfort more than mom. And that's hard to learn as a little kid, but I want them to understand my humanness, right? Could change or flip around or become something different. John 14, 26 says, but the help of the Holy spirit whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance. All that I have said to you. The, <laughs> oh, Nisi, that's so real though. That that's so real. That's so real because you were in a different space. And so the helper, our Holy spirit is also known as comforter. He will teach you truth in all situations. And so when you're going through a circumstance or situation and you're like, Oh my gosh, my life is over with the Holy spirit will come in and say, your life ain't over with yet. <laughs> Your life ain't over with yet. I remember when my husband died, I wanted to lay down and die. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I was laying in my bed one day. I was like, I don't want to do this. I thought we were going to be together for the rest of our life. I don't want to do this anymore. And I know God woke me up and was like, girl, your life ain't over with yet. Get up. Yeah, that's real, Julia. That's real. That's real. I've allowed food to be my comfort. Anything that we reach for when we are in a crisis, right? Anything that we reach for when we are in crisis other than God has also the potential to become an addiction. It has the potential to become an addiction. Anything that we can reach for other than God has the potential to become an addiction. It, it, it has the potential it has the potential to be something that you can become addicted to. It could be food. It could be sex. It could be money. It could be shopping. Anything we reach for to allow it to comfort us, comfort us can become addiction. And it's because we're not allowing God to be our source for blessings. We're not allowing God to be our source for happiness. We're not allowing the Holy spirit to come in and help us and give us the strategy, right? You need the helper to comfort you, right? You need to be able to, to receive God's help in comfort. Matthew five and four says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. They, they should be comfort. Say, that's it. That's good. Jeanette, come on now. My children, your children can become your addiction. You'll pour all your everything into them instead of allowing God and God to comfort you. And when you don't get the yielded result, then you're upset. Um, 
Psalms 23 and 4 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me, right? Ephesians 4 30 and says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by which you are sealed to the day of the redemption. If I don't grieve the Holy Spirit and I allow the Holy Spirit to operate through me, then guess what? I'm going to come out of this thing stronger than if I ever, ever allowed someone else to help me in this situation. Psalms 147 and three, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalms 27 and one of David, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Why am I even afraid? God will comfort you in every circumstance and every situation. You just got to let him shepherd you. You got to trust the word to be true. And if you got trust issues, remind yourself consistently and constantly, you know what? God is not my family. God is not my friend. God is not, um, going to leave me or forsake me because God is not a God that shall lie. And we have to build up a trusting relationship with him. And how do we build up that trusting relationship with him by seating and sitting before him and getting familiar with his character and learning to study the word of God. And so sometimes it'll be harsh when someone is like, you need to lean on the word, right? And you're like, well, I'm going through all this. And they like, no, you need to lean on the word. You need to lean on the word. God has got to be your source of blessings. God has got to be your source of happiness. And God has got to be your source of peace because anything else is temporal and may pass away. It's temporal and may pass away. And so ask yourself this morning, where have I positioned myself or where I am I in a place in which I've allowed other things to comfort me instead of allowing God to comfort, comfort me. Um, John 14, the first part of that one, it says, let not your hearts be troubled. My God, believe in God, believe also in me In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, what have I told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself that where, <coughs> excuse me, that where I am, right? That where I am, you may be also. And so Jesus was simply saying, if you'll trust me with your life, then I'm going to provide the comfort you need so that you can overcome things in this world. First John 4, 4 says, little children, you are far from God and have overcome them for he who is in you is greater than who is in this world. And if you can get revelation that God is greater than anything in this world, God is great. You might have to tell yourself that 9,999 times. God is greater than anything in this world and let him be the greater. Well, it's going to require patience. <laughs> it's going to require patience. It's going to require renewing, renewing my mind. It's going to require renewing my mind. It's going to require developing a steadfast spirit. It's going to require, I told you yesterday, you might have to fast it out. You might have, you might have to be in a position where you fast it out. You may not be able to, um, break this thing that wants you addicted or wants you to take comfort in something else. You got to, And then you got to trust also that God is going to complete the thing that he said. Philippians one and six, one of my favorite scriptures. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in Lakeisha, 
That's what I always say in Lakeisha will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. God is not going to leave. God's not going to bring me to something. Um, when things start shifting around me, I'm like there, I need to alter my perspective, Lord, and see what you're saying. Romans 15 and 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing so that the power of the Holy spirit, you may abound in hope. God has got to be your hope. And it's like, my God, how do I get to the place where I allow you to be comfort? It's no different. Like you got to wrap yourself in the word. You got to wrap yourself in the word. You got to learn how to rely on this word and find out what this word says about you more than anything else. You got to allow yourself. You got to say, what is the word saying to me about my situation? What is the word saying to me about my circumstance? God, I don't know why this hasn't happened yet, but I'm trusting you. And you might have to tell yourself, I'm trusting you 999 times until you believe it. Right? Because most of us have trusted other things as well. And he's like, no, I want you to trust me. And if you will trust me, right, then guess what? This is my comfort in my affliction. And I promise you, I'm going to give you the life that you need and the life that you deserve because God is a good, good father. I'm just telling you, God is a, a good, good father and he does not leave us or forsake us. We just got to trust him more than other things. So in every set, set, um, every situation, Father God, right now in Jesus name, I just thank you, Lord God, that you comfort me and that I don't trust anything else to be my source. I don't trust anything else that to be my, uh, resource. I don't trust anything else to be my blessings. I don't trust anything else to be my peace. I'm going to trust you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, for that. And that has to be your position, letting God comfort you, letting God be what he needs to be to you so that you can receive a lasting peace, a lasting joy, a lasting love, right? Trusting him. Yep. Teresa, for your healing, even when the, the, the doctors are saying something else, if, if when you get into a situation, especially where health is concerned and we're going to wrap this up, you got to kind of go in there with your mind like this. And when they're giving you an unfavorable report, you got to be like, I hear you. And then don't take it on. Don't take possession of it. Don't start saying my cancer, or I have cancer, or I have diabetes or I have. No, God is going to comfort me in this situation. God is going to comfort me in this situation. God has a word for me. God will heal me in this situation. God will provide. Our mind will try to play 99 tricks with us because it doesn't want you to receive God as comforter. It doesn't want you to trust God to comfort you. God will wipe every tear away. Isaiah 25 and 8 says he will swallow up death forever and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth for the Lord has spoken. My God, Revelations 21 and 4 says he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. Why? Because God is put in place to comfort you. So trust him right? Trust him, trust him, trust him, make a decision. I'm going to trust you no matter what. 
I'm going to trust you. I'm going to put my hope in you. I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit on this situation because I don't have enough wisdom for this situation and nor does my mama in them. (laughs) And nor does my mama in them. And that's got to be your position. God, I need you to show me how I need, I can let you be my source, my blessings and my peace in Jesus name. Well, that's it. I know that's short and quick. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I'll be back here at 5 a.m. in the morning because the devil's a punk (laughs) and I'm not studying him. I am not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I love God. I love God so much. So let him be your comfort. Think of it as a blanket. Wrapping yourself in the blanket. Let me put myself in the position and wrap myself in the word. You might have to just lay down in your floor and imagine daddy God wrapping his arms. I've done that before. Imagine daddy God wrapping his arms around you and comforting you in the worst situation. And then saying, Holy Spirit, speak a word to me. Speak a word to me in this situation. And guess what the Holy Spirit will do? I've seen it. He'll give you a word for this particular situation and he will comfort you. He, he will comfort you. He will comfort you in this particular situation. He'll give you the exact word you need if you'll reach for him before you reach for anything else. If you'll trust him before anything else. Can we pray? Father God, we thank you for your word today. I thank you for the people of God today. I thank you, Father God, that health and healing is our reasonable portion, Lord God. I cast every assignment of the enemy off their lives that is lied to them and told them to trust anything else besides you. Lord God, we're reaching for you today for you are our source of peace. You are our source of blessings. You are our source of comfort. We will not be absolutely anxious for nothing and everything we're going to pray, Lord God. And with Thanksgiving, we're going to expect you to answer us. So we lean not into our own understanding, daddy. We're trusting you with every circumstance, every situation. We're laying it before the altar because we know you are the God of comfort. Envelop us in your love, Lord God. Let us trust you when it is painful. Let us trust you when it's confusing. Let us trust you when we need peace. Let us trust you when we need love. Let us trust you. Let the Holy Spirit rise in us so that we may trust you in Jesus name. Amen. I love y'all. I'll be back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Y'all lift me up. Lift me up in prayer. Lift up the devotional in prayer. But take God as your comforter this morning. I'll see you at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.